The following is a fourth hand production. New radio, radio, Welcome to the weird and mysterious world of the inhuman experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley, my name is Bobby Anthem, alias Inky Tuscadero, and with me as always, the sole survivor of the great flood, my partner, my ace, my fellow inhuman. Bobby Blades, but today I am Gilgamesh. Nice, man. The epic. What's happening, man? <laughs> Not too much. We are getting back in the groove here. we kind of been in the groove, you know? We've been busy at work. You know, we said that last time, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> We've been super busy. Ah, super. I like that. That's a, a kind of a... A plug to our boys from uh, Beyond Terrestrial. A little, on, uh, <laughs> a little Freudian yeah. slip. Yeah, but it works. And uh, yeah, man, uh, getting back into the groove. We're really getting back into the groove because we're kind of talking about one of our very favorite subjects, if not our very favorite subject today. Yeah. We're getting into, we're getting into the Anunnaki. And it, we always seem to return to the Anunnaki at some point or another. And hopefully at some point the Anunnaki will return to us because I'm ready to go home. Yeah, but, let's get us um, off this planet, please. But until that happens, you know, I've been in, I've been looking for some entertainment. And, man, we find entertainment everywhere. We find all forms of entertainment, man. Stories of super beings and superheroes and aliens and gods of all types from everywhere. But you know what we don't see? We don't see the gods of ancient Sumerian, Mesopotamian culture. And that's what we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out why that is. There has to be a reason, man. They are the original. They started this. Right. This is probably where any kind of religion even began. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's the seed that grew everything. So there has to be some kind of a reason. I'm looking for a valid reason. And even more than that, I'm looking for some actual content. <laughs> so, <That's right. laughs> dude, let's 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 do what we can to try to figure out what is going on, man. What is at the bottom of this? Why are there no movies, books? Well, there are books, but uh, novels, cartoons, comic books. Why are we not seeing these things about the Anunnaki? Let's let's try to get into that. And we'll get into that after this message from our friends at Fourth Hand. So, but we can't say the things that we normally say on our podcast. That is correct. So I couldn't say something like beep. And like I, that. D- I definitely couldn't say beep, 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 and the, the beep. I am not doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> too late. He's too deep in. Anyway, this is Alex Austin from Rona Geek Official Podcast. And in the room with me today, I have Plebeian Pirate Adam. And? And just Rob. And just Rob. And we are here to advertise Rona Geek Official Podcast. We are a geek news and comedy podcast direct out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So if you want some Canadian flavor on your geek comedy news, make sure to give us a listen each week for gaming, movies, and TV. We'll give you some reviews. We'll give you some some spoilers and we'll give you probably a lot of other stuff you didn't ask for so (laughs) (laughs) so join us wherever you find your podcast and we look forward to having you listen to us yay we're going to be talking about satan and how to sell your soul to the devil (laughs) we're not going to talk about that but it might come around to that blood sacrifice that might come into play also. Mm, yeah. We could always use a good blood sacrifice. You know, sometimes you just need blood. Yeah. So uh, what actually are we getting into right now? Well, one thing that has crossed my mind, and I might be wrong about this because I don't do a ton of research, but 
just from coming across certain things and then just um you know diving into the rabbit hole of my mind i thought about all of the movies and tv shows and cartoons and comic books and things like that that are based around creation myths creation tales i don't even like to call them myths but you know in different religions and things like that because there's a ton of properties that cover greek stories and romans and egyptian aztec and you come across all of these things and one thing that you don't really see at least not on a mainstream level is anything about the anunnaki yeah except for um we're probably going to get into this later but something that i knew nothing about which was the imdb page for that movie that you had shown me yeah that was a kickstarter or uh you know some type of crowdfunding for a movie that i think was in 2016 so i don't know the status of that now oh wow okay yeah that was a while ago yeah so it seems somebody is trying to cover up one of the first civilizations you know not just one of the first man wouldn't that be the first like the earliest civilization and the stories are compelling man anybody who knows anything about the sumerian tales and the anunnaki those stories are compelling and not only are they compelling but you can see its influence in other stories that came hundreds and thousands of years after. So why aren't we seeing movies? Why am I not seeing comic books and cartoons? Yeah. You know, you can turn on the TV and channel surf right now and you have a good chance of coming across Hercules or Apollo or even uh, Isis or Osiris. You can come across Thor, man. Thor is everywhere. Yeah. So but, why are we not seeing Anki? Yeah, you speak into your uh, remote control and say, show me Anunnaki, and nothing comes up. Is this some type of a cover-up? What's going on? <laughs> Man, honestly, I don't know, but I, you are right. Because with, with the plethora, would you say that I have a plethora of films to look at? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Um, yeah, with all of these, it's they never go into Sumerian traditions or even the Babylonian. It's it's barely mentioned. I mean, it's like it's almost as if those kind of things are untouchable. Whereas, um, you know, maybe if they're doing a biblical type show, they'll kind of make a passing mention of it, but they won't really get too deep into it. Right. I mean, yes. And even with those, they tie it in with uh, Christian stories as if it was originally a part of that. Yeah. And there are things where here and there you get a mention of Tiamat, you know, that's pretty cool. But I mean, where's Aya? You <laughs> yeah. know, where's Enlil? Where, where's Enki? Where's Enlil? Yeah. You know what I think? Because I used to delve a little bit deeper into this and into like the left hand path and everything. And so those entities, Tiamat, Enki, um, Enlil, and all of them are considered basically like elder gods or demons in like a lot of the left-hand path literature. So maybe a, some Christians got a hold of that at some point in time and were like, this is bad. We, you know, we can't, we can't mention any of this stuff because if you're, uh, if you're giving if you're giving props to Ea or something, you know, you're just fucking, you're, you're worshiping the devil and Tiamat is the great dragon, you know, and Marduk and everything. Well, I mean, I get, I get that, but then look at other cultures that came after that have persevered, man. I mean, you don't get any Hollywood depictions of of islam and that's that's for reasons oh yeah you know? that, that's un, that's understandable but well you know what though well if they are depicted they're depicted as extremists yeah but you know what though even with that though there's still genies and jinns and things like that you know i mean and a lot in like cartoonish form sitcoms we had i dream of genie and it's easy to forget that that's connected to that culture. Yeah. What about Wishmaster, West Craven film? What is that about? Because I've never. Oh, it's about a jinn who was released from a statue of 
Ormazd or something like that. I haven't seen it in a very long time. But Wishmaster, it spawned like five other films. And basically it was this djinn who upon the granting of the third wish is free to like form the world as he sees fit or some weird crap like that and it's uh it takes the it takes like the genie aspect and flips it on its ear because like if you like the djinn are supposed to be tricksters so if you're if you're wishing for something they'll give you your wish but they'll pervert it in a way that you know so so that it screws you over yeah, I think most stories that are wish related always have that twist. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of goes along with the lore of the jinn, where like, you know, you can you can ask a genie to a jinn to grant your wish, but you've got to be very specific because if you aren't, then it's going to fuck you over. And so um, I don't know, but did those things come from like ancient Mesopotamia and like Babylon and the places before no. that? Or are they um, just um... not exactly, but that's it's it's tied in with what came along later. But the point uh, before I go too far off the mark is you said that you think maybe the Sumerian tales were being suppressed by Christians, but other tales that have depictions of demons and dragons and devils and things like that have persevered like a lot of the stuff that you hear from the egyptian culture and there are a lot of monsters and demons that come up in the norse tales and uh like they're everywhere man yeah even uh china china is uh famous for dragons for sure you know what that's another thing that i do want to touch on at another point too man all of the cultures that have stories of dragons yeah from all over the world and the dragons are revered as very wise and i don't know if it's the same in japanese culture but i know that in chinese culture i believe that the dragons are revered right because i might be wrong on this i'm drawn from memory and mm-hmm. not from uh, research but yeah, me too what was his name the yellow emperor i forgot what his actual name was oh, but fuck. i don't know dude but uh he was said to have come to earth on a dragon and um, everything Chinese and possibly humanity, again, I'm drawn from memory, um, all was said to have sparked from him. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so a dragon was right at the base of their creation. Actually, you know, I'm just remembering back a song from a legend of Japan and where it talks about how a koi turns into a dragon. Mm. Uh, it's by the band Trivium. It's called Becoming the Dragon, I believe. But it's a really good fucking song. And the guy who created it, he's he's like half Japanese. And so what I'm trying to say is I guess Japan reveres dragons just as much as China does. Yeah, there's a lot of cultures that, uh, I mean, they, they all have different outlooks. But, dude, all over the world, man, different time periods, they all have stories of dragons. And these things weren't suppressed by Christians and speaking as a Christian I've recognized that there's been some atrocities committed but a lot of these things have persevered why not the Sumerian tales you know I don't know if I'm 100% correct once again I'm not I'm going by memory and things I've read in the past but there was something that archaeologists had dug up it was basically rules on you know how to live your life it was kind of like the Ten Commandments but it predated that now, do, do you remember hearing anything about that? And, and it was dug up and it was um, it was around the time of ancient Sumer. It does sound vaguely familiar, though. I, I wish I could speak more on it. Oh, have I got something for you? It says the Bible was actually written by the Sumerians in 400 BC. And the Ten Commandments <laughs> were actually the work of the Sumerian king Hammurabi. That's what I was getting at. Hammurabi. I had forgotten... Uh. Not some fictitious uh, Jewish god. The Sumerians invented writing and were the world's first civilization. The civilization flourished in the valleys between the two great rivers, Tigris and Euphrates, the area known as Southern Iraq. The civilization existed for 3,000 years between the 5th and 2nd millennium. They reached their golden era 
between 3 and 2000 BC. The Sumerians invented the wheel, the plow, irrigation, sailing boats, the keel, potter's wheel, and were the first to build stone arcs and multi-story buildings. They had an advanced judicial system, mathematics, astronomy, and calendar. Still today, our definition of time is based on the original Sumerian number system based on 6 and 60, the division of the circle in 360 degrees, but their most important invention, the very basis of all later civilizations and cultures, was done in the 4th century BC, the art of writing. The Sumerians wrote cuneiform script with straws from reed on clay tablets. Hundreds of thousands of these clay tablets are found in archaeological excavations. The more of these tablets are found and interpreted, the more of the original stories and motifs known from the Old Testament stories emerges in their original form. That's what I find extremely interesting right there. Yeah, and from what I read, it's easy to make the connections, man. I mean. Of course, there's the flood. Um, and again, every culture, just like with dragons, everywhere around the world, they all have stories of a great flood. And uh, one family that survives that flood. Uh, <laughs> Some lucky know. bloke. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Adam and Eve connections. Um, dude, the, a lot of these stories do tie in and... and the Sumerian stories do seem to be the root of a lot of these stories from around the world. Well, I was thinking maybe the uh, Vatican has all these things in their vault and they yeah. don't want that stuff to get out. So it's like basically they're trying to erase it from history, even though they can't because the Internet exists now. But, you know, we only know as much as we know and we don't know how much we don't know. So right. they could have all this stuff and be holding on to it because they don't want their grasp on things taken out. It's kind of like, you know, the CIA slowly uh, drip feeding information to the public about UFOs and stuff. Or Anunnaki, whatever you want to call yeah. it. <laughs> but that is sort of a fact about the Vatican, though. You know, they do have that vast library that... I guess certain people are allowed in, or maybe every, maybe anybody is, I don't know, but um, you're supervised. You can't actually take anything with you, but you can go in. Uh, you can read certain things, and there are some things that you're just not allowed to, and that's <laughs> mind-blowing. Like, yeah. like, what is this information that's being kept, like actively and purposefully being kept from people, you know? But that that's a fact. That exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that, you know, maybe they're just suppressing that information because they want it to be wiped from history as best they are able to. Yeah, I mean, and there's other um That's there's just other one motives. theory that I got. And there's 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 other motives. I'm not going to I'm not going to get into uh, bashing uh, the Catholics. You know, there's there's a <laughs> there's a lot that could be said there. I don't I honestly I don't want to get into all of that, but I mean, there, there, there have been motives. There's been a lot of, lot of things that are not the way that they used to be uh, hundreds or thousands of years ago because certain things were just changed for whatever personal reasons certain people had. But yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's well, strange. This isn't a, a religion bashing thing. It's just based on the information that we do know and kind of speculating from there. And a lot of these things are facts. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, a person's opinions on those facts, those are fair opinions to have. Yeah, you, um, you can feel however you want to feel about it, but just know that all it takes is a simple look up and then you'll find out that it is backed by some factual evidence there. But, you know, what else is a fact is that I have not seen a movie about Inky and I want to. I want to, man. I want to see Anki show up in some cartoons, man. <laughs> we see Apollo all the time, man. We see Zeus. You know, I want to see Enlil. What if all of those are just archetypes for the originals? And so, like, Apollo, Hades, etc., etc., are actually like Enki and Lil and the rest of the Anunnaki race, but they're just um, 
they are the they are the forebears, and everything that comes after is just the archetype, their avatars that they're presenting themselves as. See, that's interesting. Like that's like a real life theory. Like, uh, like maybe these weren't actually myths. Maybe these were living beings that came in different forms and went on to different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like the Greek and the Roman stories are exactly the same. The characters are exactly the same. The stories, they're they're not like the the stories haven't even been changed. They just have different names. <laughs> and, the, and also in Asia too, when it comes to like Buddhism and uh, earlier forms of the religions, it didn't change too much from region to region. The people still believed in the same thing, or pretty much effectively the same thing. And it, it could go, the same could be said about the pyramids. Like why are pyramids yeah. showing up in Mexico and you know, along those areas and then the pyramids in Egypt are showing the same kind of structural designs and everything right. like that. Cultures, cultures that had no knowledge of each other mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's, it's amazing. So there's, there's something to that, man. I, I can't accept that it was a coincidence. No, I don't think I don't believe in coincidences like that. Not it's so damn close. Yeah, who would put in all that work? You know, like if if we didn't have help from above and, <laughs> and actually slaves actually did put these things together, who would go through all of that? You know, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Which brings me uh, I got a question. I got to question you on this. Do you think that Enki and Lil Ea, you know, whatever, Tiamat, like, do you think they were visitors from another planet and seeded the earth and created us, like, Um, to be as fucked up as we are? (laughs) You know, okay, so I have to say that none of us really know. Nobody, anybody who says, oh, well, you know, we we came from this, this is how it started and whatever, you don't know that you have some things that lead you to that line of thinking you know be it science or religion or whatever we weren't there to see it happen so we can't say for sure i have some religious beliefs you know that's not a secret but i don't deny science because that that would just be stupid but the fact is none of us we weren't there we weren't there to see it happen so we can't say for sure whether we came from this one little single cell and and everything just happened randomly by chance or if we were created by a god who just said i want to create people bam there you go or if we were seeded here by the anunnaki or some other life forms we don't know for sure it might be a combination of all of those things i don't know i'm wondering Uh, which one you prefer though i think the most interesting thing that would have the most stories would be the Anunnaki. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Um, like, do you think that maybe Jesus is the, the half born son of like the, one of the Anunnaki and they created. That's, that's another thing I remember reading. Yeah. I, I had read something like that somewhere too. And I was just wondering what your thoughts on that were. I wish I could remember the books. You know, I used to do a lot of reading back when my eyes were uh, functioning. Um, I remember reading something that said that, yeah, all of these things could have happened, but, you know, like even a lot of the stories in the Bible might have actually been literal, you know, uh, some of them clearly were not actually a lot of them clearly were not. But, um, while the Bible might tell us this thing happened, like all of these things happened and it was all by God, maybe some of them were, but maybe a bunch of them were something else. And maybe some of maybe some of those stories were neither. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's maybe a grain a of, of truth to every legend, but not this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, know. just like um, weren't we talking about this with Nathan, where uh, we were reading from a list and they were talking about Anunnaki, and then they incorporated Christianity into that as well. I yeah, think. that's right. Yeah. That was on that list. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know, man. I I, I kind of I would love for the Anunnaki fails to be real. I would love for that to be literal, man. And that might tie back into the uh, why we started this conversation in the first place. 
You know, what if they were so real? What if they're still real? What if they're still around and they're like, uh, you know, people are trying to get these movies and stuff started and the Anunnaki's like, hey, man, you know. <laughs> those, those are, the Anunnaki is actually the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> you know, there you go. Oh, man. Oh, I just had a scary thought. All right. You know, so you know how um, Scientology is all about like fucking aliens getting into the body and, and like weird shit so yeah <laughs> like what if scientology <laughs> is the actual religion of the anunnaki but it just got twisted <laughs> and perverted over the years and all of a sudden it's it's just like became a parody of itself and then scientology came about you know but it was originally like, hey, this is Aya, this is uh, Enlil, you know, they uh, Tiamat and Marduk, they uh, Marduk slew Tiamat or something like that. And mankind was formed in the ashes of King Yu and just all this craziness. But it just got so morphed into like this weird shit. <laughs> it's just like Scientology today. Weird is a good word for it, but uh, I, man... <laughs> That is an interesting, that is a very interesting thought, but I think we pretty much know the origins of Scientology and <laughs> the, the mind that that sparked from, Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I mean, because really, the same can be said about a lot of the Mormon beliefs, because that's a lot of crazy Did shit. Did they have aliens yeah. in the Mormon beliefs, though? I mean, I, I didn't, I never read too much into that. I just know There's, that uh, the guy, he was told by an angel of God that there were golden <laughs> tablets somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, and o only he could see them and only yeah. he could read them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, how convenient. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to shit on anybody's religion, no matter how crazy it is. Because like I said, I'm a Christian. Believe me, I know how crazy a lot of that <laughs> shit is. <laughs> Oh man, you, know, I, you, you at least I, I have, have a sense of humor about about your beliefs and everything, and about the crazy shit that people believe. I mean, I I have my reasons and I have my things that I draw from, you know. Like, yeah. And I'm not sensitive about it. I'm not sensitive about anybody else's um, beliefs or anything about. I, like, it's to me, I, I don't care. It's not that big a deal to me. Yeah. Um, but I, I have my reasons for following the path that I have, you know. Oh, and that's fine. It's just yeah. when I think people take it super serious and they think that everybody has to follow along in that path is where yeah. is where things get screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's how I feel about anything. Like the fuck what business is is it of mine what you choose to believe, you know? What business is it of yours what I choose to believe and why why should I have to force mine on you why should you have to force yours on me you know who the fuck cares yeah. it's our own personal thing I would like to see some cartoons and some science fiction shows about Sumerian life and maybe like how how they came to be how, how did they form a civilization when basically mankind had kind of crawled out of caves there is a cartoon, and I think I sent it to you months ago. There was a, uh, I think it was Brazilian. Uh, a guy did a uh, miniseries that told the whole story of the Anunnaki. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, it's not in English, but yeah. it is in subtitles. I remember that. Um, it was in Portuguese, but the subtitles were really hard for me to read, and yeah. I couldn't keep up with it. But I mean, if somebody could dub that into English, that would be really helpful. That would be amazing, man. And that's that's what I'm looking for, man. That's really what I want to see. I, I just don't get why we haven't seen anything on a large scale. I, I keep going back to that. I keep saying why, why, why? And we haven't come with any answers for it. There's probably answers to it, but I just want to know why. And more importantly, I just actually want to see the thing. I, I, I was real big on Battlestar Galactica. Um, oh yeah, both both the original and the uh, the reimagining, and both were amazing, amazing, and they touch a lot 
on different things, man. They they touch, of course, like it's real heavy with Greek uh, stories, Greek imagery, and Greek names, and uh, they touch on uh, some of the Romans, I believe, and uh, I think there's even some Egyptian in there. Um, there's there's even like a lot of Mormon imagery, believe it or not. But in the reimagining uh, or the old one, in the original, okay. in the original. Uh, there's also there's also some Christian stuff, you know. So, with with them going that deep and touching on so many different cultures, why no Anunnaki at all? Why is there none? Yeah, you would think that the first civilization would get some credit. I would think that it would be the most popular. It spawned so much, and the stories are so amazing. Now, there's this book that I have called Immortality, and in it tells the tale of a queen, uh, the pharaoh's wife or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. I read it about five years ago. But anyway, it tells how they wanted this queen forgotten from history, so there were no statues made. Her name was basically struck from the record, like, so that she would never be known. And like the only reason that she came to be known was because archaeologists had dug up a body and then they did like carbon dating and they checked like a bunch of scrolls or whatever. Um, And that's how they found out this person's name. But basically she had done something so heinous, I guess, that they they just tried to erase her completely from history and they would have succeeded. Jesus. Yeah, so suppress history, right, man? That so it kind of runs along the lines of uh, whoever is in charge, I guess, at that time. Like, all right, this is what's going in the books. This is what's staying out of the books. You know, that is unfortunate. Of course, we do know that that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that has happened a lot. There there have been libraries that were burned down and cultures that you know certain other groups attempted to wipe off the map and wipe out of history. There's a lot of knowledge and a lot of information that has just been completely lost. And that's just, a, it's just a shame. Now, was that the um, library of Alexandria you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it happens and it's unfortunate, but as far as this topic goes, I'm just waiting to see something from Hollywood or from, Marvel or DC or something, something on a major scale. You know, we've had little nods to it that kind of looked in its direction with uh, movies like Prometheus. I was just about to mention that. Yeah, we need more like that. Yeah. But the thing is with that, that's still fictionalized stuff, though. You know, that's that's not like that's that's given a little nod to it. But that's not just straight out, you know, what the the stories that we know right but think about that's what i want the anunnaki they were considered as giants and the engineers what were they they were giants they were giants yeah yeah and so it's like i i got that connection almost immediately well yeah i mean same here it was it was clearly influenced and inspired but that's not close enough i want to see the anunnaki just like i can see hercules and and thor and osiris we may have to start a petition we got to make this happen somehow, man. But until then, there there are things that a lot that people can read, and chances are anybody who's listening to this uh, are familiar with uh, the books by uh, Eric von Daniken and the books by uh, Zechariah Sitchin. Uh, those are some of my favorites. Now, okay, so a lot of holes have been poked in those, but still, it's very interesting stuff, and it definitely uh, it definitely goes real deep into the stories of the Anunnaki. So check those out, man. Chariots of the Gods, I think, was the very first one uh, in the in Eric Von Daniken's series. And uh, Zechariah Sitchin's series is the Earth Chronicles. The first one in that series is the 12th planet. So check those books out. Anybody who is not really uh, too adept in knowledge of the uh, Anunnaki and the Sumerian stories, check those out. Hell and, yeah. Uh, I want to know what you think. Also, if maybe you have come across something that that we haven't, let us know. If there's a cartoon, a comic book, uh, if there's a, a sitcom that mentions it, if there's an episode of uh, Star Trek that I missed, if there's an episode of The X-Files that I missed. <laughs> right. Uh, 
that, that covers this. Anything, man, any sci-fi story that even mentions anything related to the Anunnaki, please let us know. And you can reach us at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me to how do manatees procreate any question at all. Just contact at I-E-X-P underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line and we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and... All right, so we got a question, and this one comes from Dan Martin, the guy we just had on the show last week. Hey, beyond <laughs> terrestrial. Hell yeah. And um, he wants to know, what is the craziest thing you've ever gotten in the mail, and what would you put on a stamp if you were in charge of the post office? Uh, that counts as two questions. I guess so, yeah. But it, it's, it's two questions in the form of a question. Right, it's all mail-related. Yeah. Let's see. I think I uh, I have one question though about it though. Like the 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 craziest thing that I got in the mail, would that be something that I was expecting or something that was completely unexpected? Uh, it could be either. I'd say. Okay, because I don't know about getting anything unexpected. Like I never got any uh, like mysterious seeds from china or anything in the <laughs> china mail. seeds china i never got any <laughs> never got any of the china seeds. <laughs> um, um but i guess as far as things that i've ordered myself you know things that i was expecting i mean uh i got some fudge in the mail once like actual fudge you know like nobody took like a dump in a box and <laughs> said, i got actual <laughs> actual fudge so how does that qualify as strange it wasn't strange. It was delicious. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think he was. What was the weirdest thing that you got in the mail? Oh, the craziest thing. Yeah, okay. It was the craziest thing. Craziest thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, when you're dealing with wish.com, which I have done, uh, sometimes some unexpected things will happen. Like, uh, I ordered something once and I got I got rocks. <laughs> you know, I got some rocks that came in the mail. Oh, they like said, actual rocks. It, where, did you order moon rocks or something, and they just sent you a, actual rocks, regular rocks? I might have, I might have ordered, I might have ordered some crystals because I know that I've ordered crystals, before. sex crystals, sex crystals. <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure, I got. I may or may not. Well, okay, I guess that's not full disclosure, but I may or may not have ordered sex toys at some point. <laughs> so, that's kind of weird, but I know where that came from. So yeah, um, well, it, it he doesn't say unknown crazy, just the craziest thing that you've got in the mail. Right. So yeah, oh, I, I guess rocks would qualify. <laughs> but, yeah, they were just straight up rocks, just a couple of rocks. These are rose quartz sex crystals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like motherfucker, this ain't obsidian. <laughs> I got sex crystals. I ordered the sex pistols. This is bullshit. Never mind the bollocks. Here's the sex pistols. <laughs> So, what about you, man? I'll answer the second part after this. What, uh, uh, what, uh, yeah. So, I'm thinking back, like, I don't really get a lot of crazy shit in the mail, but I remember one time I had this pen pal from Holland when I was still in um, junior high, and we used to write each other back and forth. And then one day, I guess she decided to send me something. Um, and it was supposed to be like some chocolates from Holland and a little, uh, snow globe, but 
during transit, the snow globe had shattered and had, mm. you know, splashed the chocolate. So when I opened up the mail, it was a bunch of melty chocolate <laughs> with a broken snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> she said you wet glove. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I couldn't enjoy the chocolate or the snow globe because it, it was all fucked up. <laughs> okay. That's pretty weird, man. Your wet glass chocolate. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> there was a, there was, I hope you didn't eat that chocolate. <laughs> no, no, I did not eat that. <laughs> I know you did some hardcore crazy shit when you were younger, but that's, that's... No, I did not eat wet chocolate from Holland. <laughs> <laughs> wet, wet glass chocolate from Holland. Uh, With who knows you, what kind of chemicals they put in that fucking snow globe. I'm sure it wasn't know, water. Man. It's probably not spring water. No. <laughs> uh, but you know what, though? There was, I, I forgot, there was a, when I first moved out of my parents' house and I went to college, you know, I'm, I'm a 19 year old young ch child man child <laughs> and i had urges and i was on my own and um i'm like hey i'm kind of sort of old enough to buy porn <laughs> so <laughs> so i did that i bought uh I think I bought a couple of magazines from a corner store that was uh like next door to to the to the college i went to and um there was like order forms and stuff in there. So I'm like, oh man, I want this magazine. I want this. Oh, I want this movie. So like like a dumbass, I sent it in and I started getting mail, like a bunch of stuff, like <laughs> flyers and like big thick envelopes full of full of porn and like advertisement <laughs> for porn and all kinds of stuff like that. And the first time I got it, I'm like, oh man, this is fantastic. <laughs> then the second time I'm like, okay, this is a bit much. And the third time I'm like, okay, I want this to stop. <laughs> so, so I reached out to them. I actually mailed in a letter and I said, um, yeah, I'm going to need this to stop. And I, they immediately sent me another package full of porn stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, I sent back another one like, hey, maybe you didn't get my last letter, but I'm really going to need this to stop. So then they sent me like twice as much as they did before. <laughs> By this time, I know that they're fucking with me. You know, so um, I had I sent another letter and um. I think by the time I sent like maybe the fourth letter because they just kept sending more and more stuff. By the time I sent the fourth letter, I think I said something like, listen, I really appreciate all the porn that you're sending me, but I actually lied to you when I when I ordered it before. I'm underage. I'm a minor. So, <laughs> you know, you might want to cut this shit out. And they stopped. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's quite the predicament. But you know what? I'm, and I'm sorry. I know I don't want to keep this running too long. But I just remembered something with with your porn story, and I have to have my own porn story now. So I I was living on my own at 20, and <clears throat> I decided that I was going to order a sex doll from <laughs> one of the magazines. Okay. Um, so it, it was, uh, the, the way they described it, I mean, it was perfect. It was not one of those inflatable sex dolls, you know, the, with, this, with was, the, oh, yeah, <laughs> this was a latex sex doll and it was only $10. Um, Holy shit. Really? Yes. Yes. That's pretty good. Diesel. You, you know, this was like 1994, 95, something like that. Still $10. Yeah. That's not bad. And so I sent away for it. And about six weeks later, I got a mail from them and I was like, well, this is kind of, this is kind of small to have, you know, a, a latex sex doll in it. You know, there wasn't even a box. It was an envelope. And so I opened <laughs> up the envelope and it was a fucking plastic cutout of a woman with the holes in her mouth and vagina. <laughs> Here's your sex doll. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm talking plastic, like Wonder Bread wrapper kind of plastic. Yeah. It, oh man, I I got screwed, and I was like, "Fuck this." 
Not in a good, not in a good way. No, I, I didn't get the fucking that I was hoping for. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Well, there we go, man. I guess should we even answer the second part, man? Oh, you know what? I think we'll answer that next week. We're gonna get you next week on that one, Dan, because yeah. this one was packed full of some information that um, I was embarrassed to share mine until I just heard yours. <laughs> <laughs> we shared a, uh, we did a little bit of TMI here, but I mean that's what we do. <laughs> I hope you're all satisfied in a good way. You deviants! <laughs> so you're all sick. You're all sick for listening. But thank you for listening. And if you do have a question, and we encourage your questions. Thank you, Dan. We will get to your question next time. The second part of your question next time. But if you do have another question, anybody who has a question, you can easily hit us up. You can reach us on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag Inhuman Resources. Or you can email us at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com with inhuman resources in the subject line. And please make sure you do. We would love to hear from you. Life's greatest mysteries remain shrouded by the thin veil separating the ordinary from the extraordinary. Wouldn't it be great if there was a podcast that could help answer these burning questions and decode the truth? We think so, too. But until then, check out Hysteria 51. It's a weekly oddcast that takes a comedic look at the world of the weird, hosted by me, Brent Hand, him, John Goforth, that thing, conspiracy bot. You're all idiots. And me, British announcer guy. Remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Confirmed sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. Oh, I think they did. Confirmed sighting. I watched Lovecraft Country, the first episode yesterday and it blew my fucking mind i mean i i didn't know what to expect i thought it was going to be like lovecraftian creatures cthulhu and stuff like that but apparently it's a bit more than that and it might just be this guy's entire imagination but i don't want to spoil it for you it started off i think it's 1950s america segregated america so there's like rampant racism through the whole show. I mean, you can imagine that. Whoa. But the show is, I thought it was going to be about, okay, this guy's struggle, you know, and how how he deals with the, the segregation and the racism that's going on. Um, and then the second half comes in and he gets a mysterious letter from his father who went missing and... So they go on a journey through to, to a place called Artem, Massachusetts. I don't even know if that exists, but he thought it was originally Arkham, Massachusetts, which was in one of Lovecraft's stories. I believe it was Reanimator. Anyhow, so yeah, they, you know, they're on their journey. And like, of course, they put the best stuff like near the end, but the, the shit that they face near the end of the first episode is just... I mean, it well done, extremely well done. They got these creatures. They've got eyes all over like their heads, I get or what could be considered their heads, and they're like weird fucking human eyes, but these are four-legged creatures, and apparently if they bite you, you turn into one of them. So they're kind of like vampires because they also hate light, but not just uh sunlight, they hate any kind of light. So they'll shy away from that. But it was creepy as fuck. I mean, if I was in a forest and I heard that sound, I'd be running for my life. And uh, (laughs) the special effects were extremely well done. There was only one portion that I didn't like. And it it wasn't for anything because the way it was presented. It was because they didn't have music for that time period in there. They actually played rap music from now. And they put it during that time where um, in Chicago, they've got like a bunch of little black children 
opening a fire hydrant and running and playing at a fire hydrant and there's rap music going on and i'm like that's a weird wouldn't it be a little more appropriate to like have some fucking music from the 50s you know right (laughs) fucking uh i don't know but it was just odd it seemed so out of place you just hear this boom this bass going off and everything and i'm like all right that's a little fucking weird that is strange because <laughs> when you're telling the story, and I, you know, of course, I can't, I can't tell them how to handle their production, but you expect the music to relate to the story that's being told. You yeah. know, that's that's kind of that, that's what we do. That's what you know. Here comes a, a cheap plug. Uh, Papa Dave, Yuck Nasty, and myself, we do Planet Raconteur. Uh, podcast and we carefully select the music um yuck actually very carefully selects the music for the stories that we tell and we always try to make sure that the music has a direct connection with the type of story that we're telling so it's kind of weird that they would have rap music playing in the 1950s that just doesn't make sense to me right and i don't know what their thinking was maybe because the children were playing in an urban area but it does not make sense because throughout the entire episode that is the only time that modern music is playing the rest of the time we're hearing shit from like the 30s 40s 50s you know stuff on the that they would listen to on the radio during that time period but for that one instance where they're like kind of having a block party it's just th- dude that did not fit that was so off uh, that's I very mean, strange I, I would half expect to hear some like blues or something yeah, yeah or some some yeah some chuck berry or something <laughs> chuck berry yeah even chuck berry or louis armstrong louis armstrong yeah. fucking something I mean, get something during that time period. Don't uh, fucking put like modern that. modern hip hop music into something that's supposed to be set in the fifties. It just it just does not track well. Yeah, man. I'm, I wonder that. I wonder how many other people caught on to that, man. Because it t- it sounds to me like that would be enough to kind of pull me out of it. You know, it probably wouldn't ruin it for me, but that's just weird. And I'm sure it would it would stand out to me. Oh yeah. It, it definitely knocked me off for a minute. When I heard that, I was like, what the fuck? I, is this really playing now or is somebody outside, you know, listening to music in their car? <laughs> Man, that that is just weird. You know, yeah. it's like they were like, uh, oh here's some little <laughs> colored children. <laughs> Let's play the hippity hop. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man? Man. It's ew, that was the only part of the show that just kind of threw me for a loop, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Wow, man, it's, it's a little weird. Uh, it's it's interesting to me because, I mean, I don't know how many people know. I mean, I know that a lot of people are Lovecraft um, fans. Now, did he actually? He was. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I gotta know this. Did he actually write a poem about where the N words came from? He was very openly racist. Okay. Very, wow. very openly, openly racist. I don't know anything about that poem, but I mean, knowing what I do know about it, and I don't know a ton about him, but I know just from the little bit of history that I have done on him before, I do know that he was very openly and unapologetically racist. Okay, yeah, because in the show, they talk about like uh, the guy, he comes home from the army the what the main character he gets home from the army and he goes back to like his uncle's uh, shop or something and he i guess he was always a book reader and he picks up the lovecraft writings and then he talks about um uh, a certain thing that lovecraft had written a short poem and it's called where blank comes from or something the origin of right. something or other and i was like wow man that's fucked up but i you got to yeah. figure that was a completely different time back then and so he could yeah. get away with writing something like that well, he would have written it anyway just with the views that he had but, oh yeah uh, it, do, it doesn't make know, it right but i, I don't mean, know about that poem I mean, I don't know about that poem. I hadn't heard about that, but I mean, it's it's definitely believable. But I'm actually kind of glad because I didn't know how they were going to handle it on the show. 
you know, like whether they were gonna just ignore that aspect of his life or uh, just act like it just wasn't a thing or if they were gonna try to cover it in some way. So that's interesting to me, man. I definitely wanna check out the show for sure. Yeah, I think what they did was they, they made it very, very clear that um, mm -hmm. they're like, okay, this man, he was, he had, he held his views, the views were fucked up but we're not judging we're not judging the art that was created by this person yeah, yeah. and so I, I think they handled it pretty good yeah yeah you know just making it known like look we're aware of this you know but separating the art from the artist yeah. is kind of an important thing you know like we can't we can't deny that R. Kelly has made some great music but R. <laughs> R. Kelly is human fucking garbage <laughs> <laughs> Oh, every, every time you, you mention R. Kelly, I just see a picture. Let me pee on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I see. I'm sorry. That's okay, but I am interested in the show. Though I, I was um, wondering how they were going to handle it, what direction they were going to take, and you know some of the the creatures. Oh yeah, and fantastic. Yeah, man, that's what I'm interested in. I think you're going to like it. I really do. And see, in the beginning of the show, it starts showing like the uh, star spawn and all the weird creatures. And they, they do a little homage to um, John Carter and the Princess of Mars, where uh, the Martian lady that is rescuing him or taking him up on the ship or something like you're, you're starting to think you're you're wondering if it's real or if it's just part of the story so far and that i got lost in that beginning because i thought oh maybe this will be like a acid trip of a show or something but no it was just this guy was imagining something while he was daydreaming on his bus ride home and i was like oh okay cool and so then it got into like the meat and potatoes of the show and then like at the end that's when they dropped the bomb man <laughs> it, it was worth it. it was definitely worth the wait the shit is just it can only get better man Cool. All right. Well, I'm more excited about it now than I was before. I mean, I was pretty interested in it before, but, you know, now uh, kind of getting your review and a little bit of insight, knowing how how much into uh, Lovecraft and his stories that, that you are. So, you know, your endorsement is good enough for me. So I'm going to check that out and we're not going to give any spoilers. That's right. No spoilers. One rectal breach coming up. All right, and we've got another five-star review. Thank you very much. This one comes from Vodka B, and we know her as our great, <laughs> lovely friend Angela. Thank you nice. very much. <laughs> and she Thank writes you so much. Yeah, and she writes mana mana, and I'm not sure what that means, but it probably means something good. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking you knew what it meant. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not sure, but I'm sure she'll tell us. Um, um, but anyhow, it says, uh, new fan here, and I find the show very easy to listen to. Love the flow of the two Bobbies. Very entertaining with interesting topics. You've got a new listener for life. Keep it up. Great job. Can't wait for the new shows. Ciao. That is fantastic. That's so humbling. Thank you so much, Angela. Honestly, that that's amazing. Yes. You know, that, that really makes me feel good. Thank you so much. And it, it doesn't just make us feel good, but it helps us improve in the rankings altogether. So if you, if you leave us a five-star review, that means our show kind of gets bumped up. And when people listen to other shows that are similar to ours we we show up in that feed as well it's like if you like this then you will also like such and such so it does help us out a great deal yeah and plus just for our own personal encouragement it helps us to know that we are reaching somebody and that we're not just talking to ourselves here so, yeah i hope we're not uh, just, just all around is, is very much appreciated absolutely and if you want to leave a review and you can't do it on um apple you can always go to Podchaser or Chartable and you could leave your review there, especially on Podchaser, because if you leave a review, no matter what region you're from, it will show up on our feed and we will be able to read it. 
you're hungry for more podcasts, you can always go to our network, which is fourthhand.com slash shows and check out all of the great podcasts that they have there. Yeah, man. You can check out some decent shows like Blurry Photos. You can check out the Mad Scientist podcast. You can for sure check out the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. You could check out State of Fear podcast, What the Suck uh, Beyond Terrestrial podcast. We're going to be doing some uh, shit with those guys pretty soon. And Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind as well, among all the other great podcasts that are there. Yeah, man. I heard they got this weird type of show with some some dudes and like uh, some other robot type stuff called Hysteria 51 or something like that. But my favorite thing about this network is for once, I am not the weirdest person in the room. Right. And I'm not the most awkward person in the room. It's great. <laughs> We're loving it, man. Check it out. You're going to love it, too. So once again, that is fourthhand.com slash shows. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.